Hello, Conspirituality Podcast listeners. Welcome to a sample of a Patreon bonus episode. We release these every week for our subscribers. They're usually solo essays from our team. It costs $5 a month for access, and the support helps to keep us ad-free and editorially independent. You can sign up at patreon.com backslash conspirituality. Thank you. Yeah, coming from having been injured so many times, like forward bends were always easy to me. I can still, even though I, I still do practice, but I'm not as flexible because of my other workouts now. But in a forward bend, I can pull my head to my knees as soon as I wake up. Like that's not a problem. Back bending is completely different and I've gotten better at it. But yeah, that was the whole, and this is, you know, the crossover with, even though I don't know Matthew, it comes from the Michael Roach thing because he was very influential in Jiva Mukti mm-hmm. and this whole like body map. Ah. Right, this whole body mapping idea that like you have these metaphors of the body which relate to emotions and spirituality. And so if you couldn't backbend, if you couldn't do a wheel, your heart wasn't open. That was something I heard for a while. And I, I feel fortunate that my bullshit radar was up even then. But but it was up in the sense that I never felt bad because I couldn't backbend, but it did make me be like, why isn't my body letting this? And it, it made me focus on it probably a little bit. I never got obsessive with it, but it did still affect me when you hear those things. When you're in these, when you're in these emotional states, when you've been moving and breathing together as a group, and you're in this group flow state, which makes you susceptible and vulnerable to the information you're being told. And then you're being told you have a shortcoming because you can't do the pose the way the teacher's showing. That's going to affect you. And I, I always thought that was really unfortunate uh, that that language infiltrated uh, that community and any community that I've ever been in. Um, and And to see like to see what I feel like are well-intentioned people just spout this bullshit. And I don't think they really understand the what that can do to people in those states. And it leads to a cult of personality, which can be, as we know and we cover, can be very dangerous. Yeah, I, I, I remember seeing... I remember seeing teachers do that and Anna would do that to some extent, but I, but I've seen, you know, on video people like, uh, Rodney Yee and John friend do that sort of stuff in workshops where they would like bring people up in front of the room and then sort of diagnose their posture, right. And, and where their postural imbalances were and what kind of poses they should do that would help them. And then how, what that had to do with, um, with I, I guess how, how their psychology perhaps showed up in their, in their, in their posture, in their physical contractions. And I was, I was definitely very captivated by that in my late twenties, early thirties. And I was, I was reading a lot of Ken Wilber and I was very interested in synthesis and in like, you know, East, Eastern and Western psychology, but then also getting more esoteric. So I, I did spend a good chunk of time and this is where our Joseph Campbell overlap, I think is, it's an interesting point of reference because I, I saw the chakra system as a really interesting way of thinking about mind-body relationships and, and thinking about how, how yoga could be a way of exploring how the mind lives in the body. And that was very captivating for me. I had a whole set of workshops that I taught about that. They were very popular. I got a lot of you know, good feedback because of that. And it, and it created kind of a, a structure within which people felt like they could go pretty deep and, and have a lot of meaningful experiences. And, 
I still think I still think that was valuable and beautiful, but but over time, I did start to see that okay, this was this was another version of the same thing that I had been critical about, you know, and in, 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 in was trying not to do in terms of what I'd seen with other teachers. What's fascinating about what you said is that first part of it. Yeah. Because I, I also <laughs> taught and studied in an Anusaris school for two years. And I, I very much know the, the circles and everything that friend was doing. And the first part of what you said about that, pulling someone up and looking at their body, the, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If the person's amenable to it, one of my favorite Instagram feeds is Squat University. And Aaron does such a good job at diagnosing. He's a physical therapist. So you, he, he shows you the imbalances and then he shows you exercise to correct them. It's when you then map the psychology and spirituality on top of that, that it becomes problematic. Because uh, Tim Ferriss's book, Tools of Titans, he, he interviews this um, gymnastics coach whose name is escaping me, but he says... You know, focus on your limitations. Like, what what is it that you're not good at, or that you're struggling with? And focus yourself there. If you want to be holistic and well rounded as a movement practitioner, and that was such good advice because I started doing like abduction and adduction and things that I wasn't doing that really helped to make me stronger at the other things. But there was no shaming on top of that. There was no psychologizing. There was no psychotherapy for people who aren't qualified to do that. It was just like, oh, you've, you know, for my, in my case, you've broken your leg three times. Well, you have this hip imbalance. You have one leg shorter than the other. How can we address that? What movements can continue? That's one thing that can be very helpful for people. But as soon as you start to map some sort of philosophy on top of that, then it becomes extremely problematic. And of course, I'm speaking specifically to people who aren't trained in psychotherapy or psychiatry because the maps of the body and the, 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 the mental maps can make sense on an emotional level. I understand that. But when you're just blanket doing it to someone without understanding their history and what brought them there, that is, so, that, I mean, this is, we're really talking about what is the heart at the heart of a lot of conspirituality that we discuss. Yeah. It's the piece, you know, we've been, we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks in terms of pseudoscience as, as we work on, on one aspect of the book. And I do recognize in myself that, and, and this had to do with mentors that I had as well and, and things I was reading and, you know, people I was emulating, but there was definitely a pseudoscience aspect to, to how I was thinking about this. And it seemed scientific to me at the time. And, and that's sort of the, that to me, that's one of the takeaways is that when, when, when you're really invested in pseudoscience, you think that it is scientific. And <laughs> yeah. so I, I thought I was integrating science and spirituality in this very kind of cutting edge way. And I was, I was part of the sort of the new, the new way of thinking about all of this. And, and some of that included organ cleansing, as we talk about in the book. Uh, and I had, I had a mentor who, you know, would have people come to his office. He had this office way up in, in Malibu, uh, you know, like a, like, high up with this incredible view in a, a secluded area and people would go for like three hours and he would do this whole intake and he would do the, um, you know, the, the, the setup with the computer where you have, you have a plugged in kind of, um, it's like, it's like a, a pen that has a point on the end that you put on different acupressure points or acupuncture points and you read how strong the energy 
is that's coming off the person's different meridian lines, right? And then hooked up to that, you have a little tray that you put the different supplements on that you have for sale in your little store. And you, you, based on this very scientific method of diagnosis, if the energy gets stronger through the reading that's coming from like, uh, I'm, I'm touching my finger right now as if I have like this, this pen-like needle on it that's hooked up to the wire to the computer. If that reading gets stronger when you have the bottle of supplements on the tray in the circuit, well, then these supplements are going to be good for you. And, you know, this was, this was one of my, this was one of my mentors and you, you wouldn't get away from one of those visits without spending like $600. 